0: How you living? How you feeling? How you doing? It is the L E F K man, and I have somebody that doesn't even need an introduction. So guess what? I'm not even saying his name. No, I have to. Matthew Barry, talented Mr. Roto, and you're mad at me. And I, I let's hear it.
1: No, that's not true. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I just, I just, you know what? It's. I understand. I got. I reset expectations. I thought, I thought you and I were boys. We've known each other a long Had time.
0: Sessions. We, we hope that this-
1: We've had some good drinking sessions. We hung at the Super Bowl. We had, we had an epic night at the Super Bowl. I met your now wife. No,
0: we got pushed back because of the Corona. Oh
1: yeah. I got pushed back because COVID. All right. Sorry. But yes, I met your fiance, your lovely fiance. You outkicked your coverage. You're like me. Um, And so, yeah, I thought we were like, I thought, you know, left goes my boy and I'm his boy. And then and then whatever, you know, I follow you on social media and I realize, oh, I guess apparently
0: I'm not. Oh, I. because I did an interview with Evan Silva before you? That's right. That's right. I didn't say, like I didn't you say, did your one I didn't like say. A,
1: you don't dabble in fantasy football very much. You don't dabble in fantasy football very much. And so you finally decide to dabble in fantasy football. And like, I'm fa- listen, Evan's great. Evan's a longtime friend of mine. I follow him. I play in a lot of leagues with Evan. Evan's fantastic. I'm a big Evan Silva fan. I have no issue with having Evan on the show. He's terrific. I'm a big Evan Stone fan. I'm just like I was just like I don't know. I thought I thought I would have thought like if for your first fantasy football podcast of the year that maybe maybe we and I you and I go I back. Didn't long write enough, I did my favorite
0: fantasy guy. Like I didn't say it. I just I called him a goat. I'm gonna call you a goat too. I'm sorry. I really am. But but can there be multiple yes. goats? That's why they have things like Rushmores. It's four goats. You know what is but, but greatest of all, GOAT stands for greatest of all To be honest, that, time. that term not has been stolen. It's not O-GOAT. Like the, it's kind of like how people just get called legends now. It's not
1: O-GOAT. Yeah. Legend. Legends, I'm fine with legends. Evan Silva is absolutely a legend.
0: He is. Okay, Let's now Now that we've gotten that out, that feels good. All right. Uh, fine. I I just want to be very clear about this. though. I want to be very clear about this. I have
1: absolutely <laughs> zero issue. With Evan Silva. This is
0: the headline out of this. Barry, My Silva, you've seen the you. throw-off between Mahomes and Allen. Throw it away. No, this stop is better. It.
1: Absolutely not. I love that guy. I absolutely love that guy. I will never say anything I bad think about that guy. I've I'm learned this not. in a lot
0: of different trades that people think that the top that there's competition, but really it's mutual respect because you guys know the amount of work that you each put into it, and it's the people that are trying to get up there that, that sling a lot of mud and it never comes back. But... I know that you and the other, like you guys all look at each other and you know what it takes to do this. And it's crazy. hundred percent. And so,
1: yeah, I get really upset when there are other people that like, you never see like speaking about Evan for a second, like you never see Adam, uh, Evan, sorry. You never see Evan take a shot at another fantasy football analyst. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, pick a fantasy football analyst that you consider to be at the top of their game for the across the board with one or two weird little exceptions, like none of them take shots at anyone else because we all know, right. Like it's a massive amount of work. Like you are covering every yeah. single player. Right. Like, so it's so funny. Like I'll, I'll see some of the NFL programming both on ESPN and, and elsewhere. And like they cover and, and rightfully so, because that's what a, a general NFL fan is interested in. You know they're gonna if they're gonna talk patriots right they'll they'll talk about not this year obviously but like last year they would talk about Brady and they would they would talk about Edelman right they they talk about the stars right but like the only people that care about Nikhil Harry this year are fantasy players like or the most diehard Patriots fans like everyone that's talking about the Patriots this year are talking about they're talking about Edelman they're talking about Cam and they're talking about like Patrick
0: Chung you know opting out no one's
1: talking about like Nikhil Harry sports
0: cards what sports cards that's yeah. i'm gonna get into that later okay hold on uh, let me get into that right now i need anyway but anyway
1: my my point is is i always say this and i i actually i'm quick i don't know if you are like this for the longest time now i'm mute but for the longest time i was very quick to block people in the fantasy industry that would take shots right. at me because it's like you can get to the top or you can have success in this industry without being negative towards somebody else, there's so much negativity in the world, especially online, that why are you going to add to it, especially in something as stupid as fantasy football? Like, it's a game. It's a hobby that we play for fun. And so I always want to know people in the industry that don't do that. Like, whatever level you think I'm at, and anyone watching this, whatever level you think I'm at, like, I've never taken a shot publicly at another fantasy football analyst. Because I
0: think that you guys actually see value in the other opinions. Not in – because – What I've learned is arbitrage is the key. Where can I find value that other people aren't looking right now? So instead of getting mad that their number one is actually my number nine, I can find intrinsic value in them publishing their ratings, a lot of people following it, and then going against that grain. And I don't think people look at fantasy. They're always, who's your top guy? And they're not looking at, how can this person's opinion actually give me value?
1: 100%. No, that's true. Look, fantasy is all about, that's right. It's all about. Um, it's two things, right? It's about production, but also what acquire, what it costs to acquire right. that production.
0: Like right? you guys were talking about on your live show today. We're recording this on Thursday. That Lamar Jackson you know, he's still, even as he's going to regress to the mean, because that's what happened to Mahomes. I thought that was a great point. Michael Vick too, in terms of rushing yard stats, that he's still going to have a lot of value, but where you take him, you can't just at the end of the year go. I took Lamar. It's like, yeah, but you took him in the top of the second round. It, it, it's not the same value. prop.
1: That's right. Right. Because ba- Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson can regress a significant amount this year and still be the number one quarterback in fantasy. The issue becomes is that last year, this is the stat we gave on the podcast today that you're that you're referencing. Lamar Jackson, on a points-per-game basis, there was a bigger gap between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson wow. last year than there was between Deshaun Watson and Derek Carr. It's not just that Lamar Jackson was the number one quarterback and the number one player in fantasy football. He was number one by a wide margin. He gave you a significant edge at that position every single week. And so for you to draft Lamar Jackson – uh this year at where he's going he needs to not only finish the year as the number one quarterback but he needs to finish it by a significant Ooh. margin because if he regresses to the mean and he, he's still the number one quarterback but he's only like two points better than Mahomes and two and a half points better than Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott I have Dak at three right Love like, you for that then that's that you no longer have that edge oh, I you and Dak's have, so le- year. hey Left Coast show listeners
0: Evan yeah. Silva came on and said Dak Prescott Matt Barry came on, said Dak Prescott. Just because you go online and there's a crap load of people that for some reason don't know what they're watching and they don't see it, understand? like, sorry, I just wanted to echo that because I love Dak. I think he's underrated in real-life fantasy everything. Yeah, no, um,
1: so I agree with that. Although Evan and I disagree, as you talk about sort of arbitrage, right? So Evan and I are both very high on the Cowboys offense. But where we significantly disagree is on Amari mm-hmm. Cooper. I know he's very high on Amari Cooper. I'm literally in the middle of a draft with Evan at the moment. And Evan took Evan took Amari Cooper. I ended up with Dak in that league. And I took You're my Gallup, Who I think is a much better value. Much better value than Amari Cooper. Okay? So last year, just give me some quick talk, talk here. since sure. we're on, on this subject, right? So I, I, I wrote a column for ESPN.com. Got to get a shout out to the company, right? I wrote a comment for ESPN.com called 100 Facts. And, and it's, it's a whole thing about um, how you can, you know, you can manipulate every statistic totally. to say whatever you want. All right. So totally. I, I highly recommend, but it's filled with lots of very interesting sort of nuggets. I've been writing it for, I don't know, 15 years. So I did a whole section on Michael Gallup. Get this, okay? So Michael Gallup was injured in week two uh, last year against Washington. Missed the next two games. First two of the th- first three games back, subpar is inconsistent. Cowboys had a buy in weekend. Here eight. He comes. Okay. In the nine games, half a season, nine games from week nine on, Michael Gallup, not Amari Cooper, a healthy Michael Gallup led the Cowboys in target share, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns. He averaged 15.3 fantasy points per game. From week nine on last year, Amari Cooper averaged 12.9 fantasy points per game. Okay. Amari Cooper is going to be the top yards 12 wide receiver. Uh, It was about,
0: because I I do feel like Gallup is the one that gets those chances. And Amari's the guy that kind of gets them down the field. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they both
1: have, but all their statistics were fairly here. I'll tell you. Oh, here you go. Um, So I can tell you exactly. So uh, Michael, uh, let's see. Amari Cooper last year averaged 4.9 receptions a game, 7.4 targets a game, 74 yards a game, 15 yards reception 15 yards after the catch ran 31 mm. routes um ha- average 15.4 Solid fantasy season. points um, michael gallup michael gallup's averages those same numbers 4.7 receptions a game eight mm. targets a game 79 yards 16.8 there yards is. per reception 23 and a half yards after the catch he ran 35 routes this is a per game averages. these are all per game um at uh, 15.2 fantasy points per game basically the same or slightly better than Amari Cooper in almost every stat. And by the way, Michael Gallup is going like five or six rounds after Amari Cooper, give me Michael Gallup all day and twice on Sunday. I don't think Amari Cooper's a bad player. I think he's actually a very special player. Um, but I'd much rather, as we talk about sort of not only production, but what it, co- yes. it costs to acquire that player. I'd much rather a guy like Michael Gallup, who's currently going at wide receiver 31 on ESPN, than Amari Cooper, who's going at wide receiver 11. Because I think the production is going to be close enough um, that I don't think there's going to be a a 20-player difference between those two guys.
0: There are lessons in fantasy football that can be used in business, in life. Regressing to the mean. This is important to know in any field. Like you're saying, finding value, and everyone's focused on one aspect. But there's another one which I think is overlooking consistent players for shiny new objects potential unrealized potential and and those concepts to me are so great in life as all in fantasy football but i i look at it and i'm curious who are the guys right now that you're seeing that are being overlooked for younger guys that maybe haven't done it yet
1: guy absolutely love is speaking of that right another guy that was in 100 facts robert woods no one likes robert woods no, you know he's, he doesn't have a sexy nickname he plays out uh, out west with the rams like just like right. robert woods right and yet robert woods over the last two years on a points per game basis has been the 12th best wide receiver in fantasy wow. football top 12. Troy right? Aikman was right in fact that's that by the way top 12 on a points per game basis in terms of total points because the guy doesn't, doesn't get hurt either He's the eighth best wide receiver in terms of total fantasy points. He's a top eight fantasy wide receiver over the last two years, and he usually goes somewhere between eighteen and twenty. Like, and by the way, Brandon Cooks is now in Houston. We expect an increase in target share. I know everyone is just like, oh, they're going to go two more two tight end sets with Everett and Higby. Like, it's still going to be Robert. Robert Woods is still going to lead he that gets team in targets too. So, he get, he get they they use him in a lot of different ways. I think the two tight end set thing was somewhat of a, of a function that the Rams just had a bad offensive line and they're just trying different ways to like get that offense going. Um, so I think Robert Woods is a guy that doesn't get nearly, nearly enough love. I'll give you another guy. If you're just asking for just, it, it seems like what you're asking is sort of unsexy guys. I think guys, that there's right?
0: sexiness and unsexy I, guys. Yeah.
1: Right. How about Jordan Howard? So Jordan, really? like, no one, like, like I, I said this on the podcast the other day too. Like when you draft Jordan, like if you draft, I'm trying to think of like somebody like you draft uh, like you draft you draft Clyde Edwards Elaire right. this year, right? Everyone in your league is gonna go ooh with Mahomes oh, and that oh, offense. I want him, I want him so bad. Oh man, you know what I mean? Like he's like he's like a sexy player, right? Or something like, or even even Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins. You know, you get a little bit later. You talk yes. to Cowboys like C.D. Lamb. You know, there's gonna be a guy ooh, you know, a buzzy good, guy, man. right? Yeah. But when you draft Jordan Howard literally you're going to hear crickets no one in your league
0: it's going to get especially going to be like in the my league because it's so like many Eagles like. Eagles when you grab
1: jordan howard right well no one in the league is going to go like oh man i wanted jordan howard everybody's like like Ooh, jordan howard except here's the thing his only competition for touches is matt Breida, who has struggled to stay on the field he's he's a guy that is among the league leaders in the nfl in terms of touchdowns since he's coming to the nfl he scored at least nine rushing touchdowns in every year of his career, except for last year. He got hurt towards the end of last year. I think he only had seven with the Eagles. But he looked great for Philadelphia before he got hurt. Now he goes to Miami, where he's going to be the first and second down back. He's going to be their goal line guy. I don't think people realize, because there's so much talk about Tua and and, and taking, like, the, the Dolphins improved their offensive line in a significant way That's this offseason. A lot of draft picks. So I think the Dolphins offensively will be a lot better than people think. I think they'll be certainly much more competitive. And then now you've got Jordan Howard, who, despite last year, usually does not miss time. And it's going to get – like, again, there's literally nothing sexy or interesting about him. He's going as probably, like – I don't know where his – I'll tell you exactly where he's going on ESPN right now. Um, But he's going to finish the year, like, as a top-20-ish running back, and he's currently being drafted as running back 37. Like, running back – like, he's being drafted after – you know, after Tariq Cohen, after Ronald Jones, who we don't even, yeah. like, like, I, Bruce Harris was like, ah, oh, Ronald Jones is going to be our starter. Think You know who, Lefko, you'll tell me this, right? You know who the starter in Tampa Peyton Bay Barber? is going to be? Uh, Whoever Tom yeah, Brady True, true, at, true. That's who the starter Darryl, is. Um, we, don't, we don't know who that. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Whoever Tom Brady says, right. that's who I want in the backfield with me. That's going to be the starting running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we don't know Ooh. yet who that is. I don't think Tom knows who that is yet. But, like, You can, whatever Bruce wants to say, it doesn't matter. If Tom says, give me Keyshawn Bond," it's going to be Keyshawn Bond.
0: If it's going to be Dari, it's going to be Dari. I want to get into this now because I know like you're one of the great talkers of our time. I'm seeing stories, anything. So I got to get this (laughs) in now because I am up against the clock. Yeah. I have a new obsession and it is sports cards. And I believe that it is the best way to simultaneously bet, invest on these athletes And you are, in my mind, the face of fantasy football. And I am just trying to tell you as a friend that I believe that this is better than fantasy football. And I want to state it right here and right now. It has the elements of dynasty where I I pick a guy and I can root for him for a long time. In your profession, how many times do I watch your show and you go, if you're in, if you're in traditional, if you're in PPR, it's a level playing field for everybody. Right. You can make a lot of money and it's not just, oh, I'm going to cash in and, oh, no, that guy had Kenyon Drake in the finals and it ruined everything. I really think that I need to move you from fantasy to cards. I don't know if it's going to happen. I want to try.
1: So here's what's fascinating. So you're not the first person to say this to me. I've had one other person say this to me, um, and it's somebody that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, who I think is really, really smart. Gary Vaynerchuk. I, do you know Gary? I had him on. He you know...
0: kind of brought me into all this crap, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Gary Vaynerchuk, I've known for, for years, and if, if you don't know who Gary Gary is, I, I highly recommend checking him out. He is the best way I can describe him is as a they force. I experienced him on this pod two weeks ago yeah he is a force of nature and by the way and i can tell you for any of your viewers or listeners like that's gary like if like i i've again i've literally known him for probably 12 years um i, I used to give him fantasy baseball advice back yes. in the day when i would play fantasy baseball and back when he was like the online wine guy so it's been amazing to see sure. sort of his journey so i'm good friends with him and his brother aj who's and
0: awesome he, and as he's well. trying to get you um in. The Vaynerchuk family, is it is, intriguing to you
1: yeah no, it's, here's what's weird. It's intriguing to me because, listen, I think Gary is one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And so when Gary tells you something, like you kind of like, oh, and I think
0: you're really smart as well. Barry, and I think who you're are you really high on as a rookie than I am. last year? Who were you really high on before the season that you were right and people weren't?
1: Oh, uh, a like rookie Terry that McLaurin? I was high on before the season. I No, but I mean, like, I didn't expect his production to be, um, To be that. Maybe not even last year. One of your all-time. I was was really high on Darren Waller, but he wasn't a rookie last year. How about QBs? Um, I did say, I will say this. If you go back to my, after the draft. So, I I sort of get half credit for this. I said coming out of the draft, I said, my favorite wide receiver coming out of the draft was A.J. Brown. And then I'm just like, but I'm so bummed he goes to Tennessee because I don't think Marcus Mariota can play quarterback. And, um. Uh, or I, I I think what I said I captured a little bit better. I think I said something like I don't Marcus Mariota has Mar- Marcus Mariota has not shown he can consistently play at a high level. It's a run first offense in Tennessee. I hate that for his fantasy value.
0: And uh, of course it didn't turn around until Tennessee became fantasy, the fantasy, you're going to do a show. You're going to talk about AJ Brown. All the leagues are going to go. Matthew Berry likes AJ Brown. They're going to take him before you can get it. You can maybe only get it. In cards, yep. you can go and you can invest everything into this AJ Brown guy and you get to ride that wave. Like for me, knowing that I knew about Mahomes before people did and I didn't get to, or Lamar and I didn't get to cash in and in fantasy leagues, I couldn't get them or they wouldn't trade. I don't know, man. I'm just, yeah. I'm here. This is my sales pitch. Fair enough. Uh, no,
1: listen, A- anytime two smart people tell you something, you should. It's just, and it was a passion of mine as a kid, but, um, anyway, okay, I'm not okay. there yet. It was worth if the I'm going to do it, I got it. If I got to do, here's the thing. I don't do anything half. Like I throw oh, myself I into tell. it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, so I, I would just have to go all in with Last it. Last time you, uh, you were at a
0: party and you were time. walking and you saw someone famous and they were more happy to see you than you were to see them. That surprised you. Cause I know this happens to you a lot. It, uh, um, when was the last or time the that was memorable that just popped in? Your
1: um, uh, I don't know if it's the most memorable, but, um, uh, I, the party that you and I were at, I mean, like that, that happened just before I ran into you at that party was a guy came up to me and said, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but it's a true story. So, um, cause I'm bad at recognizing people. yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at, at recognizing people. Um, I'm bad with faces. You're really good at it. I've seen you do it. Like, I'm really like. I'll meet somebody and then 10 minutes later, I'll be like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And like, yeah, we just met 10 minutes. I'm awful at, at faces and names. But a guy comes up to me and he says, hey, are you Matthew Berry? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's great to meet you. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. It's, it's really, I'm like, oh, nice to meet you as well. And I'm thinking like, it's just some fan, right? And I go, oh, it's nice to meet you. Um, uh, tell me your name. He goes, Austin Hooper. And I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs>
0: No, i feel like an idiot yeah that was at the party like, because i, I think I, right beforehand austin like, hooper and, went up to way. me and he's like i think i'm gonna go say what's up to matthew berry and i was like yeah go say hi uh, that's awesome oh,
1: there you go so i mean like and he's he's like the yeah. best guy in the world and he was just like no no, no i know i like everyone thinks i'm mm. a businessman like you know um so yeah i just i didn't recognize austin hooper out of his uniform but um so yeah i mean it, it, uh, it's always very, we're very nice. We're talking about
0: finding value where people don't see it. And I was wondering if that's what happened in your career. There had to be a point where you were like, how is nobody owning this fantasy thing? And you were looking around and go, I feel like I'm crazy because I see all the value and nobody else sees it. Did that happen to you?
1: Yeah, it did. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's, it's a long story. I know we're up against the clock a little bit, so I'll try to be short about this. But in essence, basically, I've been playing since I was 14 years old. And you can tell by looking at me, it's, it's been many moons since I was 14 years old. So I've been playing over 30 years, and I've always loved it. And I was living in Hollywood. I was a screenwriter, uh, writing for movies and television. And, uh, but fantasy sports was my passion. And so I, um, I, tr- I speaking of Evan Silva, uh, we, um, I, I, there was Roto World was advertising for writers. This is back in 1999, AOL dial-up. Wow. I, yeah. I sent them an e- I sent them a, I, sent, I, spent, I sent them a, a blind email just saying like, hey, I'm a professional writer living out here in Hollywood. Uh, I write for sitcoms and movies. Um, but fantasy sports is my passion. I think it'd really, be really fun just to write a column on the side. Could I try out? Could I send you a sample? Anything like that. And they wrote me back the next day, and they said, we looked you up on IMDb. Married with Children is our favorite show of all time. You're hired. <laughs> So, because I wrote for *Married with Children*, and the guy running the site at the time, the great, uh, the great Matthew Puglio, uh loved *Married with Children*, and they oh. gave me a shot. And I think I'm a pretty good writer, and it it, it worked out from there. And and oh, yes, God. Evan followed me at RotoWorld. Um, but uh, but anyway, so I, I did that for a long, long time, and then in 2005, and I was making a really good living as a as a screenwriter. Um, and I started this website called RotoPass, which, by the way, good me a chance to make a plug. RotoPass.com still exists now. Many great fantasy football sites. One low price. You got, you got tools and customized ranks and draft guides. Check it out. Anyone that uses the promo code LEFCO gets 10% off. Wow. L-E-F-K-O-E, 10% off. How about that, rotopass.com. It is the best value on the internet. It's all the sites that I use. It's, it's great. So check it out, rotopass.com. But anyway, so I started this website, Rotopass, and I'm talking to an internet friend of mine, um one of the, i'm friends with one of the guys that founded stamps.com so he's my he's my internet guy and i'm talking to him and i'm like i know nothing about the internet i know nothing about seo or mm. meta tags or anything like that like how do i get traffic and by the way this is before social media this is like 2004 and he said well why don't you get somebody to a spokesperson and i'm like what do you mean a spokesperson He's just like he's like i don't know he's a guy. i know nothing about fantasy sports but there's there's got to be a guy right who's the he's like, I can't think of a good example, but he's like, I don't know, who's, who's the Martha Stewart of fantasy sports, the person that when you think about fantasy sports, you think about that person, and I'm like, honestly, really no one, you know what I mean, there's a few, you know, there's person here that works at Yahoo, person here that works at ESPN, but I don't think there's anyone that just, when you think fantasy sports, you think that's the person, and so my friend says to me, he goes, why don't you become that guy, oh. you know what I mean, like, uh, there wasn't anyone to hire to promote Rotopass, so he says, why don't you become that guy, and I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, he goes, listen, you've been writing professionally for a long time. You've been doing radio. You, you know, sounds like to me, you have just, just as good a resume as anyone else. He goes, someone in your industry is going to become that guy. You should try to make yourself that guy. And so from that moment on, I made a conscious decision to try to do it, to try to get myself at least well-known enough
0: that I could promote. I'm curious though, like that night, did you have a moment where you were sitting there and you were like, holy crap, like, no one's done this yet. Like, I want to know about that refractory period, you hear the idea, and you're just sitting in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I did. I was just like, as he was saying it to me, because I was just trying to go through different, you know, he's just like, why don't you get an athlete? I'm like, I don't have enough money to hire an athlete, you know, and he's just like, well, then, so we're just going down the list. And I was just like, oh, and I never imagined fantasy football explode the way it, it has. I would never imagine that I, that I got to experience a lot of the things that I've got to experience thanks to fantasy football, the, the, the popularity of ESPN, the popularity yeah. of fantasy football. Um, it's been an amazing ride for me. But, uh, but yes, it was a very conscious choice uh, to try to make all of my content about me. To make I started a website called CouncilMrRoto.com and made the website really a big advertisement for myself. Um, and we ended up getting acquired by ESPN in 2007. And I've been yeah. here ever since. Um, but that was the, but yes, I mean, I, I, that was a conscious decision to try to fill that gap. And you still love you know, it. Like, like it's
0: so uh, obvious that you love still it. love it. Like, I feel like yeah. you would be at a dinner yeah, I mean, and that's... you would, you could talk about this for four hours. And then someone would be like, "When?" I thought you'd have enough of it. And you're like, no. And it's, I, I, it just comes out of your pores.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Listen, I mean, it is, it is like a dude, you went on for a 40 minute, minute Jordan
0: um, Howard rant unprompted. That's your love yeah. <laughs> for fantasy football. That's incredible. I did. I did not. I did not. Hey, I hey, Adam, me. what You're were like the like main players that Matthew show. Barry talked about on the podcast that we can clip out? Well, he had a huge rant on Jordan Howard. Like, uh, I love it. I love Howard. It. Right. Matthew Barry. Yeah, very uh, follow, very <laughs> follow him. Is it? Is it at Matthew Barry TMR? At Matthew Barry yes, TMR, Rotopass
1: TMR, ten percent uh, off. Rotopass. I'm at Matthew Barry TMR on, on on all forms of social media. I'm trying to get my TikTok game up to uh, impress my kids, my daughters. Um, but except for the Fantasy Life app, where I'm merely at mm. Matthew Barry. So the the free Fantasy Life app, where the alerts absolutely crush, Highly recommend you download it. You can check out all my work, Adam. I've got to do this. I've got to promote. I got to okay. promote the company because ESPN will be upset if I don't do that. Listen, ESPN.com, all your fantasy football analysis. If you're listening to this podcast, check out the 06010 Fantasy Focus podcast, wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch us live at 10 a.m. as you did today, Adam, every single day on Twitter, at Fantasy Focus, on ESPN's YouTube page, in the ESPN app, or the ESPN Fantasy app. Um, now, is are a startup? Way, is,
0: play- is ESPN a startup? Are you going to be okay? You got a meeting. You got to go.
1: Pretty much. I'm trying to listen. I, yeah, something's coming up. Uh, I actually, I'm actually jumping into a, into a mock draft. What pick do you got? Um, right now. Um, but I was just going to say if you, um, uh, fantasy football, if you're going to play a league this year and you should, cause then you get the joy of drafting Jordan Howard, uh, do it at ESPN.com hundred percent free. Our app is best in the business. More people play at ESPN.com than anywhere else in the world. Come find out why we're the number one fantasy game. Come play. Join us for free. Make make my appearance in the Left Go Show a wow. success, please. I That was I beg incredible
0: you. to watch, Matthew Barry. I appreciate your time. Have a great day. Always. Yes. Thank you, my friend. Good drafting. What pick do you have?
1: I don't even know. It's a it's okay, a mock good. draft for the. Um, hang on. I'll tell you. Give me a second. Uh, uh, where is
0: um, August
1: sixth mock? You like the, oh yeah, I was going to, I almost asked you on the, um, on the, on the air. I meant to ask you, like, you knew about Mahomes early. You knew about El, uh,
0: Lamar Jackson, who you got this year. I'm pick I four. Mean, I FYI. think that Daniel Jones is a phenomenal buy low. But then again, like this opt out stuff, I, man, like who knows who's, I, I have to wait and see how this clears out.
1: I, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm on, I'm big on, uh, Danny Dimes this year. I'm as a top 12 quarterback. I love that. Dan, I wish we'd gotten into – I don't know if recording. we're still recording. <laughs> all right. We're recording. That's how my, my mock draft has started. Hang on. I'll try to um, – I can keep going while I'm mock you, drafting. I mean, that, look. I just had to, I we're just living had to, in your to, world, man. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, what, what oh, am let's I, go into am this go? live. What, what pick do we um,
0: have?
1: All right. So, uh, it's a mock draft. It's a 12-team, non-PPR mock draft for ESPN.com. Uh, let's see. Eric Carabelle has picked one. He goes Chris McCaffrey. So I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with a running back. I want a running back in the first round, especially in oh, non-PPR. Yeah. Especially in non-PPR. So I'm taking Barkley, Zeke, or Kamara, who it, whoever is left for me See at Kamara. Four. I don't know why Kamara you, hey, worries me. Hey, does he? Maybe I'll go Dalvin Ooh. Cook. Here's my question for you. Do you think Dalvin holds out? You're Mr. Insider. You've got all the football players DMing you. I don't know if people realize this because I've been with you and I've seen this. I've seen how all the football players like DM, like you think they slide into the you know Instagram model CMs. Oh no 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 no, freaking left go, left go is all right. So I'm on the clock. So Saquon went two to Tristan Cockroft. Matt Bowen takes Zeke at three. So it's Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara. I'm gonna leave the choice to you. Or do you want to go Derrick Henry?
0: What? Hold on, let me hear what what, what are your rankings? Yeah. How do you normally have them? Non PPR. I have Camara at four, but my rankings are PPR. So Dalvin Cook is just watch what Melvin Gordon did. They have Alexander Madison, the offensive line. Um, I yeah, I would go Camara. I would. I that's where I was gonna because go because when you said Derrick but, Henry, right, so Alvin when Kamara. you said Derrick Henry, I thought about losing Jack Conklin, and I thought about man, is that is that Ryan Tannehill stuff going to happen one more time? Dalvin Cook, like they. I'm also looking at the loss of their O.C. going to Cleveland. And, like, look, man, systems matter, especially in an era where there's no continuity. They do, but I'm with you.
1: My only concern on Dalvin Cook is he's only done it for one year. He's had injury concerns. Even last year in his massive year, he um, he missed a couple of games. In terms of the system, though, Gary Kubiak yeah. is still there. Like, whether it's, whether it's Arian Foster or some of the guys in Denver, like, If there's one thing you can count on with Gary Kubiak, it's that his running backs are going to be really good. The way that I
0: look at it is the gap between Cook and Madison I don't think is that big. I'm a huge Alexander Madison fan. And I think when I look at Kamara, I think Sean Payton's one of those guys that puts certain parts of his offense where it's like, I need to get the ball to Michael Thomas. I need to get the ball to Alvin Kamara, where I feel like Dalvin Cook is executing a game plan. And I, I I think Kamara, I hope, had his injury nonsense last year to free it up a little bit more this year.
1: He also, by the way, he also had awful touchdown luck, Camara did. That's
0: regressing. But, you to know, the
1: mean. yeah, it, he, he is regressing to the mean. I'm going to, and I will, I will make a point to try to get Latavius Murray. This year, more than ever, with COVID-19 and everything like that, I think it is important for you to have insurance for your top players. And I also think, by the way, as you sort of look, every roster spot is going to be precious, right? True. And so my belief is – and this is going to be – you'll see if if you – my draft day manifesto will come out this weekend on ESPN.com, another plug for the company. But my belief is that, okay, so every roster spot is precious, especially this year more than ever. And so you start thinking about all the positional depth. Quarterback is super deep. Again, assuming you're playing in a league where you only start one quarterback. Wide receiver is insanely. insanely deep this year.
0: Insanely, I'm usually the guy that goes like that the kind, tries like, to go just, two wide receivers, but not this year because the guys I can get in six, seven, eight are wild. Are wild,
1: like, I mean, like Michael Gallup, who I just talked about, is going at wide receiver 30, and he's going in an area where, like, Julian Edelman, who was a top 12 wide receiver on a point per game basis last year, Marvin Jones, oh. who was a top 12 wide receiver when Matthew Stafford was healthy, Tyler Boyd, who we like a lot, and we think that Cincinnati offense takes a step up with Joe Burrow this year. Like, I mean, like, it's it's in Marquise Brown. He's the number one wide receiver for the number he put one quarterback. On 25 pounds of like, And that's the weight guys receiver. that are going in like the 27 yeah.
0: to 32 range. And apparently what? he put on 20 pounds of muscle in the offseason. I love hype. I love stories muscle. like that. So uh, this is interesting. Clyde
1: Edwards Hilaire goes in the set, goes round to pick one. Is
0: Very that later surprising. than you've been seeing?
1: Yes. I've seen him. I literally saw a draft where he went as high as number one overall which I thought was over McAfee and some that was an expert league. And sometimes in these expert leagues, people are trying to make a name for themselves and be bold and blah, 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 blah. And I think that's what
0: happened there. But like, is there a more perfect fit than Clyde oh, yeah.
1: Edwards E. in an Andy Reed offense? That's
0: why when I hear Andy Reed on draft night, say he's even better than Brian Westbrook, who was like the perfect running back? When when the head coach says that, that means you know that he spent the next four months drawing up things just for Clyde edwards hilaire So who is it looking? Who's going to be available?
1: That's correct. So I'm I'm, so I'm on the I'm They're all gone. So at the it, it's now it's like it's a bunch of wide receivers. It's Julio. It's Godwin. It's Evans. It's Kenny Galladay.
0: Um, any uh, tight T.J. ends? It's Kelsey Adam Robinson. There?
1: I don't think Kelsey is there. I know Kelsey's your boy. If Kelsey's there, I will take him. I think someone took I heard Kelsey. Are you talking
0: about Lamar? No, yeah, he's
1: Kittle's. Yeah, Kittle's gone. Um, the best available running back are Austin Eckler, Chris, uh, Chris, who I don't love in a non-PPR, Chris Carson. Ooh, I do like Chris Carson. You know what? I'm going to take Chris Carson here. Uh, I wonder if Chris on back that me. I'm going to risk it. Chris Car- I'm going to risk the, I'm going to risk Chris it. I like Carson.
0: that. What about Lamar? Okay
1: so uh oh i take it i take it back i'm uh i'm a pick away so julio just went to uh mike Triplett. chris godwin just went so now it's me i got mike evans i got kenny galladay dj moore the underrated alan robinson adam what about Phelan. lamar too soon i
0: don't think okay, i want okay. lamar either. okay too soon who soon right, so you me, I'm know you're going to go Carson in the me, next Amar. round. If that's what we're hoping for, then that means you would have Carson and Kamara. So then what would you want at this point? I'm huge. What I'm going to do.
1: So I think I'm going to go, cause I'm looking at it. I got six picks between now and me and i and just sitting here. Like, so Evans, Galladay, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Juju. I'm happy with any of them. Beckham all still there. I'm going to get a stud wide receiver. So I'm going Chris Carson, who I think is insanely underrated uh, underrated, especially because and I'm, I'm taking him over Leonard Fournette, over Gurley, over David oh. Johnson, over Melvin Gordon. So I'm taking Chris Carson because, again, Chris Carson. Did you do it? Like, you know, he's, he's got no okay, competition. Okay. I just took Chris Carson. Mike Evans go, went next to Matt Bowen. Fine. Love Mike Evans. I think Brady has a monster year. Whatevs. But um, I'm going to get a good wide receiver here. So you're not uh, worried about uh, Rashad around.
0: Penny? You're not worried about all the other guys they got there? In se- no. Rashad Penny's not even going to start the season. I mean, Rashad Penny's probably going to start
1: on the physically enabled form list. And what year are we in? Oh, uh, this is the year Rashad Penny takes over Chris Carson. Is this year 3 is it year 5? I can't remember. Who's was the first round big three? Like years it's ago. I'm trying to what's been going on longer, Lefko? What's been going on longer? Um hey, this is the year Frank Gore retires or this is the year Rashad Penny takes it over Chris Carson. was almost the
0: length of time for Is this the year Zach Ertz comes out? And then it actually happened and it was awesome. Or Derrick Henry last year. That was so cool to see. Yeah. Okay, who has gone? Are we going to get yeah, – yeah, yeah. which I wide mean, receiver like, are we going to get? So, here's – it's been a wide receiver run. Evans,
1: Galladay, DJ Moore, Adam Thielen. It's been four picks, and there's two left for me. So, Allen Robinson, Juju, Amari Cooper, all still there. Who are you secretly
0: Beckham. rooting for?
1: Oh, an Echo left, I'm secretly there. rooting for Allen Robinson. <laughs> Beckham's still there. But None I'm of still, them are going to uh, make it to you in I'm the rooting fourth, for right? Allen Robinson. None of them will make it to you in the fourth? They might. Probably not going to make it to me in the fourth, though, back around. It's 12-team league. So, Allen Robinson's still there. Give me some Allen Robinson, who was a top-10 wide receiver last year. Freaking love Allen Robinson. He's so underrated. And, by the way, whatever the Bears' offense is going to be, it's mm. going to be better this year. We talked about it, actually, today on the air, um, or yesterday on the air. I, I mean, oh, like, no, one of the things happens.
0: Worse. Trubisky improved. They're going to have to throw Give me some Allen Robinson. Who are your other options? Hold on. When you just took Allen Robinson.
1: I I took Allen Robinson over Juju, over Amari Cooper, over Beckham, over A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, all those guys.
0: um, I'll make a bet with you right now, and I love Allen Robinson a lot. I'll make a bet that Odell outperforms Allen Robinson this year.
1: He very possibly could. He very possibly It's that second-year I mean, like, wide
0: receiver in a system where the familiarity comes back. And then also, I know they're going to go heavier sets because they got Austin Hooper, your guy, that you remember every time you see him right? with running backs and fullbacks.
1: yeah. I, We're buddies now. Like, he's the greatest. I love Hooper now. Like, we text. Like, he's Hooper's can awesome. Can you imagine
0: if Robinson um, played with a real quarterback? He's played with Christian Hackenberg in college, Blake right, Bortles, but, and Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point, though, right? So one of two things happens:
1: either Nick Foles comes in and is better than Trubisky, which is what I expect to happen, and will be an upgrade, will be the best quarterback Robinson's ever played with, or Trubisky will improve enough to hold off Foles and be better than he was last year, under which Allen Robinson was a top ten fantasy wide receiver, third in target share. Like he's he's going to be. My expectation is the Bears' offense will be better this year than it was last year, and Allen Robinson, another year removed from injury, like is just a beast. There's more upside with Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Odell Beckham Jr. could be the number one wide receiver in target monster. Probably not within the the range of outcomes for Allen Robinson. No, I had last year, I had Robinson, Godwin, and Lockett, and I was like, I could ride these guys the whole freaking year. But it where where does Lockett go? He's one of those guys that all always forgotten about.
1: Uh Lockett, Lockett will go probably in the third round Good but yeah i mean like i think fantasy managers have short memories and they all remember like there was a month where Lockett yeah. just disappeared where he's banged up but prior to that that was a superstar there was, he was he was a superstar and listen the emergence of dk metcalf and they still want to be run first in seattle but i'm with you i think um tyler Lockett is undervalued this year but on the other hand again like, that's, that's the point about how deep wide receiver is this year. I'll just tell you the rest of this, how this rest is draft. After I took Allen Robinson, uh, Amari Cooper goes, Kittle goes, your boy Mahomes goes, and the, ra- and the third round pick seven to Keith Lipscomb, and then Lamar Jackson. How do you feel and about Mahomes that? Mahomes Lamar.
0: Mahomes over L. Jax. I, I understand what you're saying, that I think people are going to focus on the regression to the mean. But the running capabilities that come with Lamar in fantasy, uh, to me, it's too great to take Mahomes over him. But I understand why people—they were betting against uh, Kels uh, Ertz last year. You know what I mean? But uh, no, I'm right. I'm still taking Lamar over over Mahomes.
1: I have Lamar ranked one spot over Mahomes. I will say that um, again. The the argument against Jackson is every defensive coordinator like. Every defensive coordinator that faces Lamar Jackson this year, like last year they got hit in the mouth. They didn't know what to expect, right? They spent the entire offseason
0: figuring out how do you stop
1: Lamar Jackson. Now trying to figure it out – trying to figure out is different than actually being able to figure it out. I believe that
0: with Andy and Mahomes, there is schematics and then there is arm power that's able to make it work no matter where, because he can put it anywhere with Lamar, and the Ravens, they figured him out in the second half of the season. The problem is, is you need to tackle the Ravens. You need to have gap discipline. So it's not a coaching thing. It's do you want to keep having Orlando Brown come around with a fullback? That is actually a defensive tackle and punch you in the face. I think it's an it's like an effort and ability and a strength thing more than a schematic thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, like too. Lamar Jackson. Just, yeah, I mean Lamar Jackson is just a, and we're saying it like Mahomes isn't because Mahomes is too, but Lamar Jackson is just a different animal. Like he's just a guy that like he is such a mm. special player, such a special player. You know what I mean? Like and just like like there's no comp for him. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I know people will bring up like Michael Vick or whatever, like, but I I don't think there is a comp for Lamar Jackson. Everyone focuses Randall on Cunningham. the rushing and no one, yeah, which is also fair too, but he played yeah. in a different era. Like, like this is the point I made about Lamar Jackson on the, on the podcast today. I go, everyone focuses on the running, which is amazing. Right. I mean, but no one, like, you never hear anyone mention, like, by the way, you know who led the NFL in touchdown mm-hmm. passes last year? Yeah. It was Lamar Jackson, like Lamar, like whatever. Like the guy still threw almost 40 touchdown passes.
0: I love, I love Mark Andrews. I, I mean, Andrews so, I love, yeah.
1: and he did it with, he did it with a rookie wide receiver and a, and a tight end that didn't have a lot of experience. And he got it done.
0: I mean, that was, was his when, best when weapons. When we talk about Mahomes and um, Lamar, it actually makes me upset the most for Deshaun. Because I'm seeing these two young quarterbacks with coaches that are, that are unbelievable. Their organizations, the Chiefs and Ravens, are unbelievable. And I'm looking at Deshaun, who I believe is at their level down there in Houston. And it's DeAndre has gone. I love Will Fuller, but how many games are you going to get from him? Randall Cobb is, like, I know people are saying he's undervalued. But if we're talking about that's one of your main weapons, you're doing a disservice right. to the quarterback. It just all makes me feel sad for Deshaun.
1: It, Deshaun Watson is another guy that's just a special player, um, and yeah, it's it's a crazy situation there. And like Bill O'Brien, like I guess we'll see. Uh, I'll turn this into a positive in a second, but um, Bill O'Brien's that guy in your fantasy league that you always try to trade with. Yes,
0: that's funny. I, I
1: mean, like, right? I mean it is right. There's one guy in your league that you're like, oh, I, God, I really need an upgrade at running back, but I don't have anything to give. Uh, Let me call
0: Bill. I could probably talk him into this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me see if I can get him. Let me see if I can trade him a kicker for his starting running back. Um, But what I was going to say is, is that I've been very high on David Johnson this year. And that's one of my arguments here is that look, David Johnson last year going to the um, uh, David Johnson was a top five fantasy running back for the first five weeks of the game. uh, First five weeks of the year last year before he got hurt. Okay. Then he gets hurt. Who know you know, and then there's some weird falling out on the Kenyon Drake and blah blah blah, whatever. Now David Johnson's in Houston. Okay. But you think about the New York this is gonna be weird for a second, but go with me here for a second, Let's go. Think about the New York Giants when they drafted Saquon Barkley and I'm up again. I'm up again. So David Johnson's gone, Melvin Gordon, Lockett's who do you have? You have gone, Alan Robinson, uh, you know
0: Alvin Kamara and Carson and Chris Carson. So when you're Chris looking Carson. at your team, you want you running back or wide receiver.
1: Well, you know who I want, actually? It's at the end of the fourth round. In terms of wide receivers, there's a lot of wide receiver, like Robert Woods, my little Cooper Cup, T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, Jarvis Landry, talk about underrated, D.J. Shark, D.K. Metcalf. I mean, again, like, you just – this is what I'm talking about, the depth of the position at the wide receiver. Like, you can wait on wide receiver, especially because I have what I believe is a true number one in Allen Robinson. I'm going to go Mark Andrews at tight end, who I have as the number three tight end. I have him over Ertz this year.
0: Wow. What made you come to that conclusion? What made you feel confident in that?
1: Two things. Number one is it's just about target share, right? Okay, so who's Lamar Lamar Jackson, the guy right. who threw more touchdown passes than anyone in the NFL last year? Who's he throwing to? Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and I don't know, yeah. like, like it, yeah, Willie Sneed, like you know, Miles Boykin, Devin Duvernay, like, it's true, like it's. It's a pretty narrow in target Philly, tree in Baltimore. Have, you have another guy. Meanwhile, they go to Philadelphia.
0: Goddard.
1: Yeah, they they right. They lo- they love with a capital L Dallas Goddard, and that's no disrespect to Zach Ertz, who's a phenomenal player. But they love Dallas Goddard, and they expect a bigger workload for Miles Sanders. And they drafted Jalen Rager, right? And supposedly they get you know, and we'll see how long Deshaun Jackson can stay healthy. But they're expecting more of a contribution from d this year, right? And we'll see if they get anything out of Alshon Jeffrey as well. But they're suddenly, I mean, like. Last year, if you guys – you know, last year they were rolling out AAF superstar oh, Greg Ward
0: so, and Boston and towards the Scott. end of the year as a
1: starting wide receiver. Boston Scott – I mean, like – by the way, me I actually too. like Boston Scott as kind of a, a late-end a late uh, running back guy. But, um, Darren Sproles. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, I just think there's, I just think there's a – give me a tight end with, you know, the number one quarterback and the number one offense with a narrow target tree versus a guy that's got a lot of competition – with a guy, like, I like Carson Wentz. I think he's a very talented player, but health has been an issue for Carson Wentz right. throughout his career. So, and, and so anyway, yes. So give me an elite wide tight end because here's the other thing. Every roster spot is precious this yes. year, right? We talked about this. Now that I got Mark Andrews, I don't need to deal with another tight end.
0: I got an elite I tight end. I love the dinging. I mean, like. And how it gets. Right.
1: That's the thing. And by the way, look. Oh, always underrated. Who's available? Like, I could take Le'Veon Bell here, or I could take Robert Woods, right? My boy Michael Gallup is still there. Like, there's a lot of guys there. I kind of like Le'Veon Bell. In the
0: fifth round. I
1: kind of like Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he, it's, the, it's the fifth round. It's the start of the fifth round. It's uh, pick four of the fifth round. Robert Woods is such a good value, though. Oh, God. I'm going to go Robert Woods. Um, I, I went Robert Woods. I just talked him up on this podcast. I got to take him. But I will say that I do think Le'Veon Bell is being crazily Apparently. undervalued. Like, I'm not the biggest Le'Veon Bell fan. But, look, the Jets' offense was a lot better with Sam Darnold. We expect him to be healthy this entire year. They upgraded their offensive line in a big way as well. I don't think people realize how bad the Jets' O-line I was I wrote last down
0: season. before the draft, if the Jets come out of this draft with a tackle, everyone's making fun of all the B and, and B-rate offensive linemen they signed. This is exactly what the Buffalo Bills did two years ago, where you stock up and depth during COVID nineteen. It's important to have a lot of guys there. Now with all the depth they signed, plus Makai Becton, you have and and Mekhi Becton is a guy that put he's a road grader, man. Dude, like I was gonna say, guy, is that
1: really a fair assessment yeah. to call him? Like he's like he, he's not the same DNA yeah. as you and exactly. I, dude. Like that's like that's a mountain. Like that's like. Literally, like you remember Game of Thrones, he like
0: he's like he really that is. guy, right? And, okay, I mean, so you didn't go Levy. So your team right now is Robinson, Woods, Kamara, Carson. I love that you have two two Mark really uh, aggressive speed guys, and then two like target, like a carry monster and a target monster in Carson and Robinson. It's good balance. Yeah, look, fantasy football success comes literally from two things talent and opportunity,
1: talent and opportunity. And so again, Kamara gonna have, op- obviously he's the lead running back on one of the best offenses in the NFL. Chris Carson, we, were, we, we got sidetracked here, but here's his competition, Rashad Penny, Carlos Hyde, who I believe is on his sixth team yes. in three years, I think that's right. Um, uh, and DJ Dallas, who when Pete Carroll discussed DJ Dallas, their fourth-round pick, DJ Dallas. When Pete Carroll went to the press conference uh, to talk about the pick, the very first thing out of his mouth about DJ Dallas was special teams. That mm. they're excited for him to contribute. DJ on Dallas. Teams. That's not a guy who – right. And, like, DJ Dallas is a nice little player. Like, what? But, like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, he ain't taking over for Chris Carson. They love Chris Carson. Like, last year, last year, even with the fumbles, and a lot of coaches would have said, like, I, you're, you're on the bench. Pete Carroll's a different guy. Pete Carroll's like, no, we believe in you. Like, Pete Carroll's like Mr. Positive. And him and Sean are never going to
0: stop running the ball, ever.
1: No, they're never going to stop running the ball. They love Chris Carson. The other thing here is is that Pete Carroll and and the Seattle Seahawks, this is another thing that you have to do in fantasy football analysis, right? You have to sort of understand the mindset. Like, the Seahawks, unlike other organizations, they're not – Pete's not a guy who is – tied to um you know draft capital or i mean remember people forget this pete carroll went out and signed matt flynn to a huge contract but russell wilson was the better quarterback in training camp he was like what i forget russell Wilson was third or fourth round third round so they went out with a third round wisconsin quarterback that everyone said was too short because he was the best guy even though they just spent all this money on matt flynn like pete's like i don't care best guy wins like, so I'm, I'm not going to go – a lot of coaches would have said, I'm not going to let my ego start the third-round third draft pick rookie quarterback over the guy I just spent a lot of money on. But Pete's like, Russ is the – and obviously that worked out. And so that's his mindset. If Chris Carson's the best guy, it doesn't matter that he was a seventh-round draft pick and Rashad right. Penny was a first round. Best guy gets the game.
0: Yeah, I think that's enough for Matthew Berry. He gave us more than enough time. We drafted five picks. You can see the energy. RotoPass.com, <laughs> ESPN. We got a lot of plugs right in the middle, so rewind and listen to them again. And promo code Lefco for RotoPass, ten percent off. Only going to get that from the talented Mr. Roto. Appreciate you, Mr. Berry. And that is the talented Mr. Roto, Matthew Berry. The energy is wild. Uh, he truly is one of those guys where I've now seen him at two different Super Bowl events. And when you go in, you know, look, I'll, I've been there and I'm like, oh, here's a quarterback and here's like an actor that I know. And they'll see Matthew Barry and they'll be like, that's that fantasy football guy. Great guy. Uh, incredible company man. Like, I feel like I got to reach that level where I can rattle things off about Bleach Report the way that he does about USPN, uh, And I'm glad that him and Alvin Silva. Okay, Um, and we'll see if I can get them in the sports cards. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm the LEFKO Man. Do a holla, holla, holla.